2: Right, my name is Scott Adams. You're listening to the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And uh, you know, we we have a debate today. I think. <laughs> Do you know? Does anyone know what time it is? Hey, what time is it? I mean, no one cares. And then I think Gavin Newsom and DeSantos, De sanctimonious, is going to have some sort of a showdown of of two uh of the uh two of the the two two people that represent uh well on the democrat side i guess they're looking at gavin newsom as exactly the kind of candidate they want you know younger handsome can talk his way out of a paper bag the only problem is there are so many problems with gavin newsom's history that he could never explain away all the deficits and all the problems that he has created for California. And then DeSantis has such a great story to tell in Florida, but yet he's not a political guy. He's not a good campaigner. The only reason why he uh, succeeded is because Trump endorsed him. Otherwise he would have lost to, uh, he would have lost to that uh, the, the, the candidate that ended up in a Miami hotel room naked uh, doing drugs. So, Gillum, yeah, that was his name, Gillum, from Tallahassee, corrupt as could be, Democrat, vouched for by the entire Democrat party. Think anything happened to him? Nah. But... They're trying to devalue <laughs> Mar a Lago. Trump gets hit up in New York City with, and he's going to have his licenses removed for real estate uh, because somehow they said he evaluated his properties. He overinflated the value of his properties for tax reasons. Because But, you know, the thing about it is about that uh, case, number one, he's probably going to win on appeal. Number two, it's a civil case. It's not criminal. Number three, they're just going after Trump like they go after every one of their enemies. They're suing Elon Musk now, and they're deplatforming Elon Musk on Twitter and X. Because he's not censoring like he should. So the EU is basically saying to Elon Musk, censor or you will not be allowed to do business in Europe. So censor. And by censor, we mean stop spreading disinformation. Well, I got news for you. Today's conspiracy theory is tomorrow's spoiler alert. I mean, we are telling the truth here. I can't remember the last time I got it wrong on this show. I can't remember the last time we got it wrong as a group. I can't remember the last time the conspiracy nut jobs got it wrong. I don't remember a time when we got it wrong on COVID, when we got it wrong on the vaccines, when we got it wrong on the mask mandates, when we got it wrong on myocarditis when we got it wrong on climate and the same people that are in charge of all the that disinformation say you're the one that's being should be deplatformed because you're the one that's spreading disinformation it turns out that truth is disinformation so they're going after Elon Musk but that's not all they're going after they're going after Amazon <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Amazon's about as powerful as any country. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. And here we find ourselves rooting for people like Russell Brand, who's being deplatformed, demonetized, and censored for speaking truth to power. Can we even have an opinion that goes, runs contrary to the state today? I don't think so. I think that's banned. That's what stone age are we living in, and how in the world can these so-called pseudo intellectual academics? But see, here's what's happened: Uh, these pseudo academics. I should finish that sentence. You know, balk at you know being contested, but that's because these bookworms that sit at these ivory tower institutions never competed a day in their life. They got the job because they knew somebody. They put on the tweed jacket and have been acting like a smart person ever since. The fact of the matter is, good example, that movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield and the same formula was portrayed in Caddyshack when he went to the country club and all these elites with the gold buttons on their suits and the penny loafers and the fraternity people and all these different academics and these professors, tenured professors, they didn't know how to teach business and back to school. And they were the creeps. And the unit party is that that's that that closed door club. Senator Whitehouse, for crying out loud, is a member of a club that only allows white people and Providence in Rhode Island, and he's been a member his whole life. And when asked, he just dismissed it. He doesn't get called to the carpet. He doesn't get um, drugs through the coals on the media. They covered it for a brief moment. Same is true with, with Lahaina. All the shenanigans and crap that's going on in the Lahaina in Hawaii. The media doesn't even want to cover the worst fire we've ever seen. There are so many anomalies there, but the media doesn't want to cover, hey, where are the thousands of children? Remember when um, Puerto Rico was happening and there was a hurricane and Trump went down there and was handing out waters and they were trying to say, people are dying here, and the media just kept on looping it over and over again? Turns out that that was the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico and she was basically politicizing the whole thing and there turned out to be trucks on the side of the road filled with water that they didn't even deliver. I'm telling you, man, we have such corruption. You got Samantha Power at the head of USAID doing kickbacks and bribes all over the world in Africa. Aid for Africa. Give me a break. That aid gets funneled into weapons. Weapons get distributed to mercenaries. Mercenaries find their way to the Ukrainian theater to protect assets, biolabs and oil pipelines running out of Iraq into Europe and into Africa. We're overthrowing uh, countries without even the nation-building part. We're just whacking Qaddafi and overthrowing Mubarak. I mean, it is unbelievable the level of corruption that we have coming out of our government. And it doesn't stop at foreign policy, although that is the best because you can't get busted for that. Just ask Senator Menendez, who basically, according to Matt Gates. It's so bad. The dollar is so bad. The $33 trillion in debt is so bad. The interest that we're paying on that money is so devaluing to our dollar. And the stimulus checks that keep on getting sent out diminish the dollar even further. And Bidenomics is just causing more and more inflation because he wants to turn this capitalist state this republic, into a socialist, communist government run by global corporate monopolies, backed by BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, who basically partner with organizations like the World Economic Forum that since 1971 have been installing leaders into the most important positions in government. They've had a 50-year head start and they're making good and they're cashing in right now. And we are paying the price for this. We are paying the price for our blinders being on. We're paying the price for turning our blind eye to the corruption that, was, that has been right in front of our face for 50 years. And nobody did anything about it. Because it was too easy to turn the other, look the other way and take the uh, palm greasing that was going on. We'll pay you just to not say anything. Just don't look. You won't be violating your personal oath and ethics if you don't know what happened. If you you don't know what you don't know. So just play dumb. Like Ocasio-Cortez. So we got it all, man. It's just all connected. And so we're going to play some audio clips here today that are going to help Connect but you know misinformation used to be a illegal and now it's perfectly legal again they're going after amazon they're going after they're going after elon musk they're going after trump again trump's businesses that's a common practice the real estate business Valuation of real estate is a common practice. To go after Trump is like going after Trump for jaywalking and finding him a million dollars for jaywalking. They're going after his family. He's the only president that ever left the Oval Office and lost money and lost a lot of money. you got Warren um Elizabeth Warren who's worth 72 million dollars she w- went into office with 3 million in her pocket she le- she's now 72 million dollars richer Nancy Pelosi how rich is she I mean why are these people getting so filthy rich look at the obamas for crying out loud look at the clintons the clintons are going to do to ukraine what they did to haiti with their Clinton Gateway initiative, they dusted that off. According to um, Charity Navigator, they 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 have the worst track record for <laughs> the money that goes to the cause. Like 90% of their money that they get in, and ill-begotten money that they get in, Is being spent on office furniture, uh, private jets. Oh, you say private jets, but they're they're off of the climate too. That's weird. So we're going to start with a few clips uh, and some memes. Instead of (laughs) there's a meme that says, and this is what I said in the beginning of the show, instead of calling them conspiracy theories, we should call them spoiler alerts. And then we got FYI, here's what was really happening on January 6th, and it was all Trump's doing. Gas was $1. 93 per gallon. There was zero inflation. Supply chain was functioning well. Economy was strongest in 50 years. Border was controlled and secure. Taliban wasn't armed with U.S. artillery. Plenty of workers to fulfill labor needs. Stock market was at record highs. I guess it still is, though. 401ks had record high values. Interest rates were at record lows. You know why? Because we were giving, because the American First policies gave back to the middle class. And a strong middle class makes for a strong country, a country that, can, that, that has a strong military because it's the middle class that's having all the babies. It's not the rich, older elite, and it's not the impoverished. It's the middle class that's raising families the right way with two-parent homes and Christian, Christian values. And they care about a child's education. Not like in Baltimore, where they're taking, you know, basically billions of dollars and lining pockets of corrupt politicians and then wondering why their children can't pass math scores. Baltimore is in the news. So, yeah, there's a lot going on here. I'm gonna. This is just a teaser for some uh, future clips. This one, this clip's not that good, but uh, I'm gonna play it because I had it queued up, and I'm frankly asking myself, why did I put that this audio clip up there? But let's take a listen. There is some value to this clip, but it's not my favorite.
3: In 1930s. There was a law passed that the United States government shall not participate in any type of misinformation, propaganda campaigns directed at its citizens. And in 2012, the Obama administration and the freaking Congress that sat then
2: repealed it. Why did Obama it's do that? for the agency, the sister agency, the FBI, and the rest of them to
3: put out intentionally misinformation, propaganda to
2: American citizens now. And, and it was at that point that under the Obama regime, they retracted that law so that they said that the, the alphabet soup, the CIA, the FBI, could legally present disinformation to the public. And then, next thing you know, they start talking about disinformation from the right and setting up truth czars, not only as heads of Facebook and Twitter, Jack Dorsey at the time, but also controlling all of that and the valuation in an election for controlling the information flow on social media was worth, I saw a guy on a committee state that it was worth billions if not trillions of dollars it was worth billions and billions of dollars and I remember uh, Mark Zuckerberg saying if he just sent out one more campaign it could have swayed the votes in 2016 to Hillary like a get out the vote message just one more time because they have these calculated down to a science And basically they were saying that this, uh, you know, that they had wielded a lot of power. So now you have a government that's going after Twitter because it's now run by Elon Musk and he just wants, he doesn't want censorship. He wants it to be a platform for debate and discussion. Facebook is not a political platform and people shouldn't even bother with, with it for politics, I think that uh, if anything, you know, Twitter is the is is the battleground where everything is contested. But then there is truth, and Donald Trump just tweeted, or truthed." Whether you like Amazon or not, how can the Federal Trade Commission su- sue to break it up? Are they going to deliver to half of the country? Or one-third of the world letting some other company do the rest? Wouldn't a company like that have to be unified? It certainly can't be done only by region. Just asking. Yeah. Well, I'm not a big fan of Amazon or Jeff Bezos or his newspaper, The Washington Post, who just came out with a poll that said Trump was up over 10 points. And and then they discredited themselves by saying, well, we don't know about that poll. That might be an outlier. I think it's the truth. How in the world can Biden measure up at all? I mean, who is liking Biden? It just doesn't make any sense. So James Comer, this is kind of big news, He says, I just subpoenaed and obtained two bank wires revealing Hunter Biden received payments originating from Beijing in 2019 when Joe Biden was running for president. Joe Biden's Delaware home is listed as the beneficiary address for both money wires from China. And it was during that particular moment in 2020, about a year later. He stands there on the debate stage with Donald Trump, President Trump, and lies to him, lies to the public. And Chris Wallace tried to cover it up, and basically, he said, you're getting money from China. He says, I don't know anything about China. And he said to Peter Ducey, I don't know anything about my son's businesses. Well, the checks were getting mailed to his address, wired to his address, wired to him, but the beneficiary physical address was Joe Biden's house. So there's no getting around this. I mean, how much more evidence do you need to open up an investigation, Merrick Garland, and the other secretary, the other uh, cabinet member that should be impeached is Mayorkas. The amount of death and destruction that's happening along the southern border. We've had 10 million people come through our open borders under the Biden regime. And he wants more because the corporations are benefiting and profiting the house builders, the deck builders, the slave labor camps, the the meatpacking industry, the vineyards, the farm, agriculture. He's got them all. Wanting that cheap labor. That's why, you know, when you see these people pushing trash cans around and things like that and you say, what time is it? They're like, I don't speak English. They don't even, I mean, where are they living, these people? Wouldn't you like to, you know, put a tracker on them and like see where they're living? I bet you the conditions that they're living in are almost unimaginable. It's happening right underneath our our eyes, like a virus. And people don't care. The same party says, we need dignity and we need a pay increase. So Biden was out there with the UAW, but at the same time, he's trashing and throwing Amazon workers under the bus. It just depends on who's union and who's not. Voter blocks count. Biden flies over East Palestine, Ohio, to get to Michigan to do a 80-second speech with a megaphone to a crowd of about 15 people. He has a megaphone. It was his 9-11 moment that he lied about. He said he was there the next day. He wasn't there the next day. But he's got the megaphone. Oh, there's Joe Biden. Scranton Joe. How in the world can Democrats be so dumb as to believe any of that? So, New York City Democrats have banned President Trump and his family from doing business in America's largest city. We live in a true banana republic. Okay, this is all the latest news, right? Biden secretly flew in more than two hundred twenty flew in more than two hundred twenty thousand illegals to forty three different cities across the country. We're rapidly approaching 10 million illegals ushered in to America under this administration. That's more than the populations of 40 U.S. states. This isn't an accident. It's well planned and funded. Do you consider this a planned invasion? And if so, why are they doing it? And, you know, it's interesting that the uh, responses to this. But um, this is bigger than farming votes. Why would they need illegal immigrants if they can manipulate voting results away? It's about glacially erasing America culture and values while gutting the middle class physically and financially and eventually collapse the current system. That's what we... And replace with a totalitarian one. If you wanted to destroy... Uh, a race without killing it directly. You would promote irrelevance of the family, diminish and discourage marriage. You would promote divorce. You would tell them uh, that kids are bad for the environment. You would promote birth control. You would promote abortion rights. You would promote sex with dolls. And of course, everybody that's promoting that is for not against, but for depopulation. You would promote pornography. You would promote virtual girlfriends and boyfriends, virtual. Promote homosexuality, promote feminism, promote men go their, their own way. You know, that's divisive, right? That puts people against each other. Teach them their race doesn't exist. Teach them to feel ashamed of their heritage. Teach them it's hateful to collectivize by their group identity, promote non racial uh, individualism, promote race mixing, promote mask immigration into their lands, tell them they're racist uh, for defending themselves. Yeah. That's just some of the responses to that. New World Order Plan. It is easier to chip naturalized birth certificate citizens. The, uh the excuse once that is accomplished then they can deport all the illegals they aren't that aren't chipped Yeah. that's a theory that's that's a bad response but there's a lot of responses to that so here we got this um this is about marilago democrats operate under the assumption that people are stupid for proof look for no Look no further than today's ruling by Judge Arthur Engoren, E N G O R A N, where he arbitrarily determined that the property value of Mar-a-Lago is eighteen million dollars. For context, President Trump paid ten million for the property in nineteen eighty-five. Adjusted for inflation, that is twenty-eight point five three million in twenty twenty-three dollars. So he paid basically twenty. They're, they're they're cheating him out of ten million dollars. So they're valuating Mar-a-Lago at eighteen million. He paid ten in nineteen eighty five. It's worth twenty eight fifty three today. Twenty eight point fifty three. So basically, it's worth 18 million, 18 and a half million more dollars today. But they're valuating it at eighteen. Add to that the significant development, upgrades, and renovations done to the property over the decades, yet you're expected to believe the property is worth $10.53 million less less today than it was purchased for 38 years ago. Wow. And he got a great deal on that property too, by the way. Great deal. So just because you got a great deal doesn't diminish the value of the property. The club reports annual revenues in excess of the judge's arbitrary value. Trust me, I'm going to be at a party at Marilago in October. And you know what the rooms are going for? Check this out. The rooms are going for $953 a night. And that's the discount for the party goers. I'm going to be at an event in Marilago a in, in late October. And the rooms are... Just about a thousand bucks a night with taxes, more than likely over a thousand a night. The club reports annual revenues in excess of the judge's arbitrary value of 18 million, 25.1 million in 2017, 22 million in 2018, 21.4 million in 2019. So it's bringing in a lot of money. The Florida real estate market, and especially the South Florida market has experienced a huge boom in valuation in the past decade as people relocate to Florida from all over the country and foreign investors purchase real estate. Like, for example, Zelensky owns hundreds of millions of dollars in property. I don't know where he got his money from, Zelensky, from Ukraine, but, uh, you know, that's another story for another day. So... It doesn't matter how you personally feel about Donald Trump. The fact that property has served as the residence of a president and is a U.S. National Historic Landmark adds significant prestige and value to a property. Lastly, 2022, Forbes valued the property at approximately $350 million. Yet the judge said it was worth $18 million. Now take that as an example of what they have done on steroids in New York City, accusing Trump of undervaluing his properties. There's reasons for valuation, and it's, it's, it really has a lot to do with about losses. When you see an a vacant building, for example, so you see a building, and it's vacant, and it's been vacant for, I mean, I'm I, in Arlington, there's a building across the street from where I live in, in the Beltway, and all the shops have been sort of empty because of, they went out of business uh, under COVID and then Amazon moved in their headquarters and their building all over the place and nobody wants to, to, to put up a shop there. And plus the economy, I don't think, is doing as well as the Biden administration would like you to think. And when you think about that, it's like, how can they afford to keep the building empty? Why wouldn't they just like lower the price in half, cut the rent in half and get some money? And I've asked that question lots of times to, you know, really smart business people. And there's something about valuation and tax and loss because corporations that have many properties have a profit. And they could write that against their annual profit and it becomes like sort of like a uh, tax shelter. And that's how they do it, but sometimes you need to evaluate that property higher. Sometimes maybe you have to evaluate that property lower. It just depends. But higher is usually better because now you're taking a bigger loss just simply because of the valuation is higher on paper. So there's lots of reasons why you want to jack up, you know if you have like 20 percent occupancy in Trump Tower. You know, and the higher the value, the bigger the loss. So then you get to the end of the year, not declare so much profit, and you avoid paying some tax. It's a very simple concept, it's so common. Nobody gets crucified for that except for Donald Trump because liberals are just evil people. So last year, Baltimore City Schools received a record $1.6 billion plus an additional 799 eight hundred million dollars in COVID funds. The result? Zero students tested proficient in math in 40% of the schools. Zero students. The person in charge of Baltimore Schools is Dr. Sonia Santelisi's. A woman of color, she earns over $445,000 per year. Hmm.
0: And what we found is hard to believe. Students took the test in the spring of 2023. Just a few months ago, we found 13 city high schools where not one student who took the state math test scored proficient. Not one student. These are the 13 schools which includes some of the city's most well-known high schools like Patterson, Frederick Douglass, and Reginald F. Lewis. In total, students at 33 high schools took the state math exam last spring. In our analysis, we are not including Eager Street Academy because it's located inside the Baltimore City Detention Center. Of the 32 high schools remaining, if 13 had zero students test proficient, that means 40% of all Baltimore City high schools could not produce a single student who's doing math at grade level. But that's not the only alarming finding we made. In these 13 high schools, more than 1,700 students took the test, and nearly 1,300, or 74.5%, scored a one out of four, the lowest level, meaning those students are not even close to being proficient. And keep in mind, last school year, Baltimore City schools received $1.6 billion from taxpayers, the most ever. The district also received an additional $799 million from the federal government in COVID relief funding. Yet still, not a single student at 13 city high schools tested proficient in
2: math. How's that trans storytelling working out for you? How's that woke education working out for you? You know, I hope that they don't change the standards in the name of equity. Because, you know, stupid people have to keep up. So we have to give them all a bell curve grade. Nobody fails in my class. So what they fail in life. That's not my problem. We need to keep these students coming through our programs you know it's terrible. This is interesting. Dr. Fauci's in the news. He smuggled into he was smuggled into CIA headquarters without a record of entry, where he participated in the analysis to influence the agency's COVID nineteen investigation, according to the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic. You know what's interesting? Dayzak uh, from Eco Health Alliance was not only the benefactor of Fauci's monies that he got and paid Echo Health Alliance millions, if not billions of dollars for gain-of-function research, and they got rich off of it. And then it was Dayzak again that was part of the WHO investigation team, the head of it to investigate the origins of the coronavirus and whether or not gain-of-function and a lab leak occurred. And, of course, the fix was in. The criminals, the fox, was guarding the henhouse.
0: New evidence has just surfaced, tying Dr. Anthony Fauci to the CIA's cover-up of COVID-19. Last week, a whistleblower claimed the CIA was paying people off to bury the lab leak theory. And now this from the House committee investigating the pandemic origins. Quote, Dr. Fauci was escorted into Central Intelligence Agency CIA headquarters without a record of entry and participated in the analysis to influence the agency's review. The committee is now ordering HHS to hand over documents detailing all of Fauci's movements during the pandemic in and out of CIA controlled <clears throat> sites. New evidence is-
2: tried to tell you. Tried to tell you that Fauci was a murderer, but nobody wanted to listen.
3: If you want to know, this is, and I'm being completely sincere.
2: This is Tucker in Utica, Michigan, outdoor speech, questioning their lies, and they'll call you a liar. Ignore it and keep going.
3: What's true, the true things are the things that you can't say. I cannot remember the last time someone in public life was prosecuted or even criticized for lying. If lying was a crime, I mean, your governor would be in supermax for life. If being incompetent was a felony, she'd be on death row. Banning paint sales during COVID? It's unbelievable. But there's no penalty for lying and there's no penalty for incompetence. So what do we penalize? Every society penalizes something. There's a death penalty offense in every society from the beginning of time. What's ours? It's telling the truth. If you tell the truth, the real truth, the no BS truth, like what's actually going on here? Is this actually working and no it's not? Why isn't it working? If you were to be honest about that, you're done. So you have to ask yourself like, what does it say about a society where the only penalty is for noting what's true? It says something pretty bad about that society. Do you wanna live in a place where lying is mandatory? No! It's a third world country, as someone just said. It's exactly, literally two days ago, I was in downtown Buenos Aires, And I said to somebody, the economy's completely collapsed, they have hyperinflation. And they said, what's the exchange rate on the peso, the Argentine peso, to the U.S. dollar? And they're like, well, the government claims it's 350 pesos to the dollar, but actually it's over 700. I was like, so the government lies about what the value of its own currency is? Oh, absolutely. I was like, that's crazy. And by the way, to pay for lunch, it takes a stack of pesos the size of a cinder block. You need a backpack just to buy a pack of cigarettes. It's unbelievable. But. I was like, I can't believe the government lies about the value of its own currency. And I was like, oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised <laughs> because mine does too. And about everything else. So if you want to make that better, and I'll stop at this, I think the only answer is to tell the truth calmly and slowly and fearlessly. Everybody knows what it is. They'll come at you, first they'll tell you you're hurting someone's feelings, you're mean. That's always the fir- different. They're trying to appeal to your basic decency and then subvert it. No one wants to be mean, they did this during COVID. Well, you should take the shot. Well, what's in the shot? Shut up and take it. But I don't need the shot, I already had COVID. You know, I'm 26, I just ran a Ironman. Man. Shut up and take the shot. Well, what if I don't want to? You? You're killing your grandparents, okay. And that. And Okay, so that's the first thing they do. They accuse you of being mean. Then the second thing they do is they call you insane. You're a conspiracy theorist. Really? If I were the sort of person who gloated, I would keep a list of all the times I personally have been called a conspiracy theorist or a wacko, and then compare them to the outcome five years later. They all turned out to be true. And I. Yeah. I try to be a decent Protestant and not brag about myself, but like, (laughs) the list is long! (laughs) Very long. And then the third thing they do is just criminalize telling the truth. And you're seeing that now. There there are people who are going to jail for non-trivial lengths. By the way, anyone who's ever been to a jail knows, and there are a bunch of sheriffs here, and they know best of all, any time in jail is not trivial. Any time behind bars. A drunk driving offense for a night can change your life. You don't want to go to jail. Period. It's not a joke. And anyone who tells you, oh, he's going to Club Fed where they have volleyball, right? Taking away a person's freedom and locking him in a cage where he can't see the stars at night is short of killing him, maybe more than killing him. The gravest thing you can do to another human being. So no one should ever minimize the penalty of prison time or jail time. It's profound. It'll destroy you and your family. And they're sending people to prison for saying that the last election was rigged, which it was. So, oh, how can you say the last election was rigged? Well, when the country's largest law enforcement organization, the FBI, actively works on behalf of one political party, and when its largest intelligence gathering agency, the CIA, does the same, it's a little bit like what's happening in Michigan. When federal employees paid for by the tax dollars of everyone take an aggressive position on the side of one political party, you can't have a fair election because you're using public money to put your thumb on a scale on behalf of a partisan cause. It is totally immoral.
2: And they're doing that also with the Black Lives Matter flag, hoisting it above every embassy in the State Department, painting Black Lives Matter uh, down the streets of Pennsylvania Avenue or Fifth Avenue to make a political statement using taxpayer dollars. You know, that's just not fair
3: and it's not free and fair if our election took place in bolivia the 2020 presidential election took place in bolivia i can promise you the state department would report back and say that was not a free and fair election and wikipedia would report it was a clouded election because there was fraud and interference which there was If some oligarch, some tech oligarch, spent nearly half a billion dollars to control the mechanics of the Bolivian election in 2020, we would say it's not a legitimate election. But when Mark Zuckerberg does it in the United States, oh, he's just helping with COVID. Yeah, he's we're really afraid of COVID, I'm sure. Yeah. So for saying that out loud, people are going to prison. And of course, the whole point is to convince you not to say it out loud. So don't let them. So-
2: don't let them. All right. We got another clip uh, I want to play uh, because it's uh, this one is. Oh, we have a lot, a lot of things that I wanted to share with you. Um, I want to play this Russell Brand clip right here. This is kind of interesting because it also includes a clip uh, from Joe Biden that I wanted to play because he, he promised that he was going to go after Amazon. And see, Amazon and Jeff Bezos is, are definitely tied at the hip with the intelligence apparatus. And they control, like, the Washington Post and poll numbers and things that we know influence elections in a big way. And if Biden goes against Jeff, Jeffrey Bezos... Uh, I think, you know, and if Jeffrey Bezos somehow aligns with Trump, that's going to be a huge deal. But let's take a listen to this. Joe
1: Biden is a man of his word. And his word is this. He loves the American people, particularly the American worker. So you'll never see a $10 billion contract awarded to Amazon.
2: <laughs> of course. Hello there. You, f- you know, you, uh, Amazon has this thing called the Jedi Cloud. It's a government cl- uh, It was bidding on government contracts. I don't think it got it, but they're doing a lot with it.
1: 5.6 million Awakening Wonders. Thank you very much for joining us on this voyage of discovery together. Hopefully, we can awaken one by one collectively. We'll start thinking of new ways of organizing society at a local level, at a global level, ways that we can be free individually and collectively. This
2: This was before Russell Brand had this, uh, they they went after him.
1: The systems that you live within are never going to serve you. Your culture is never going to help you to become who you really are. You're going to have to find alternative ways around it. Just look at what your government is doing right now, if you are an American, lying to you plainly, not fulfilling the pledges and promises they made when they were waiting to be elected. Joe Biden, I can tell you for a fact, was saying that he was a friend of American workers and unions and all that kind of stuff. Let's have a look at him saying that.
2: That's what unions are about, my view. Providing now, this was a year respect ago. Respect for people who bust their neck. That's why I created the White House Task Force on Worker Organization Empowerment to make sure the choice to join a union belongs to workers alone. And by the way, <laughs> by the way, Amazon, here we come.
1: There's something in me sort of wants to believe him, don't you? Like isn't there something in you that just wants life to be simple and wants things to be straightforward and wants the president to be like a granddad or a grandmother or some sort of parental
2: Well well he was basically um Joe Biden was basically promising to go after to go after uh Amazon a year ago with the FTC and Biden's 2020 promise to ensure federal contracts only go to employers who sign neutrality agreements, committing not to run anti-union campaigns. See, this is all again. This is all about the unions and control. And if you cross, if you cross um, the, uh, the the government's plans, you're going to end up like. I mean, they're going after Elon Musk. Jeffrey Bezos, because these people aren't playing the government game. Biden FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, sues Amazon claiming tech giant is an illegal monopoly. So breaking them up is kind of a, you know, that's not the monopoly that you need to worry about. BlackRock and owning 90% of global corporate partnerships that are connected with politicians That needs to be broken up. Those corporate donations need to be broken up. Amazon isn't necessarily the problem nearly as much. They might be a problem, but nearly as much. And the same people that say, hey, well, that's capitalism, BlackRock, that's capitalism. I don't see them talking about capitalism here now, going after Jeffrey Bezos and Amazon. And he's a liberal. But he's a liberal with a brain that basically is saying, you know what? I don't like what's going on here. He's got his own deals with China. Everything you buy on Amazon's from China. Look, I'm not the biggest fan. I, I do buy from Amazon, and I have an Amazon Prime account. But anyway, listen to this. This is this is incredible. Listen to this. Uh, this particular. No, we'll, we'll go with this one here. I have a lot of different, um, I am going to read these. Only 10% of the $7.5 trillion spent during COVID went to health. Where did the rest go? To handouts and crony payments that funded the institutional left currently trying to enslave us. So your local rioters, hand gluers, and that army of fact-checking censors are now fully funded, courtesy of your tax dollars. The COVID crisis has been so spectacularly successful for the institutional left. Matt Gates stood up on the committee uh, hearing and said that Biden is wrecking the dollar so bad that even Menendez can't take bribes in cash anymore. He's got to take them in gold bars because the value of the dollar is so low. There is this thing called the revolution a revelation of the of the method here check this out they tell you what they're going to do so that when you don't do anything in response you've given them permission so
4: lockstep is the first of four scenarios and basically this what this shows you is how they um play with us how they see us as cattle as toys to be moved around a chessboard to try out future scenarios to fit in what is Agenda 2030, Revelation and all these other things, Projects in the for New American Century, Silent Weapons of Quiet Wars, all of these things, these things that they plan out. And they have to let us know because it's something called Revelation of the Method. And um, when you look into the cult that is behind this, Revelation of the Method is their way of telling you what they're going to do to you without actually making it clear. So it gives you a half chance of stopping it. And if you don't stop it, then they believe that the karma is on you and you should have learned and stood in the way, which is how psychotic these people are. That's why you see a lot of these themes in the movies, uh, in TV programs, especially on Netflix at the moment. Um, It's popping up everywhere, this pandemic stuff. And not just that, this AI technology and all this rollout of, of the technocracy that's to come.
0: Revelation of the method is an occult philosophical concept by which the elite deliberately reveal their presence and workings in the world today in order to insulate themselves from the consequences of universal law. To understand revelation of the method, one must first understand how a knowledge differential between the elite and the masses leads to a vast power differential. The elite are able to tailor the framework of the mainstream paradigm so as to adequately control the minds of the masses by sequestering esoteric knowledge regarding the workings of human consciousness, particularly how human consciousness is interrelated with the natural laws of the universe. Such information is known to the elite, and they operate accordingly. This knowledge gap allows them to utilize the laws of nature for their own advantage. They know how natural law operates, that it is immutable and always in effect.
2: Now check this out. So then here's this lady pushing uh, agenda contributor, deliberates with John Kerry's daughter, Vanessa Kerry, about how to leverage the emotion from the pandemic. Listen.
1: The pandemic was an opportunity. I think all over the world, people realize how important health was. How now do we take that emotion of my, the health The health factor is so critical, but guess what, guys? The climate crisis is creating more health issues than you can ever imagine, but no one has been able to make that link in the past. So I think we are living in an age, age now, at a time now, where we need to grasp these opportunities and work together and really build on that, right? And I want to ask you a question about mm-hmm. that for a moment, though, because you're right. I feel the same way yeah. about COVID taught us all
2: these lessons yeah. learned and yeah. we should be incorporating yeah. that. And the climate crisis is going to yeah. be so much worse. But I believe we were talking a little before we started yeah. the panel the people about have forgotten.
3: people forgotten yeah. and don't care.
2: So
1: how do we keep that yeah. front and center? So, Sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I, oh, I, I, absolutely right. We were just talking about it earlier that have people forgotten about COVID? Yeah. Right? So I think it's about the storytelling element. I-
2: See, it's almost like, like conditioning, right? That's what it's all about. Well, You know, we, we push this right up to the end of the show, and we're out of time now. But uh, I wanted to get that in before the end of the show, that conditioning, that revelation of method, method, interesting psychology behind this World Economic Forum global agenda. Well, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out magapac.org. Make a donation if you can to help keep the Scott Adams Show commercial-free. It's kind of enjoyable when there's no commercials, right? Um, also, use Red State over at MyPillow.com. They deplatformed them on American Express, by the way. Um, use that red code, Red State, over at uh, MyPillow, and we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye, bye, buddy.